This is The Culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Wave podcast. We're back, Bachelor Nation. After a couple of weeks away, we're going to be discussing discussing let's discuss it we're gonna discuss episodes four and five of the golden bachelor i am one of your hosts my name is darian scalamoni i am joined by liz seiko hello and we are we're so we we're behind for most of the people that are obviously caught yes. up on this but we hope you guys have been patient enough to hear our thoughts because we have a lot of them we have a lot and we are now covering episode four and five in this episode so buckle up because we're going to give you all of our opinions six women gone yes. since the last time we spoke which is crazy and like honestly some of them i was very surprised about i would agree um and i feel i'm glad that we're doing two up ep- one episode for both these because i feel like episode five didn't have too much happening in it mm-hmm. action wise um i think obviously it was a big cut being made but filming wise they didn't have a ton of content going on so i think it's good that we're doing uh two episodes in one but i would agree let's just dive right in i I would love for you to kick us off liz episode four if you're probably already ahead of us so i'm going to remind you of where we're at with episode four the opening shot is Teresa showing how she exercises for some reason. Just punching the Just air. literally punching the air. <laughs> In my opinion, not very athletic, <laughs> like, is how she's doing it. It's no. very... Um, <laughs> I don't know. She's just exercising and it's explaining why she's she's like, I, I just want everyone to see. I don't like I know what I'm doing. Um, and then she mentions out of nowhere, she's like, I really want to put my issues with Kathy behind us. Like mm-hmm. I re- this episode, I want to get it pushed out from under the rug and finished. Um, so that's kind of where we're at still. They're having a little bit of that. The remnants of their tiff going on. We're like three weeks going with this narrative between kathy and Teresa. i mean kathy's the villain of the season oh yeah she's definitely the villain and i think she leans into that really well because i think it's funny that she literally says to gary i'm not the villain here (laughs) and i'm like well everybody in the world thinks you are so and then they cut you know what i liked about this episode they just got right into it they weren't giving us all like the fluff they were like okay this is what's going to be happening. And right away, an, uh, the first Bachelor, one of the first Bachelorettes came on. Um, I actually didn't watch her season, but her name is Trista. And she walks in and some of the ladies right away are like, oh, my God. And then other people are like still kind of confused. On I think it's funny is. that w- with the delayed reaction, because some of them are like, oh, my God, it's Trista. It's Trista. And the other one's like. Like, oh, okay. It's amazing. And then she says, she's like, for those of you that don't know me, I was on the first season of The Bachelor and then I became the first Bachelorette. Um, and so she's, uh, I think she, I don't know her age, actually. I don't even want to lie, but she's probably got to be in like her 40s now. And so she probably. was like, I get where you're all at. It's a lot. It's crazy. Um, and then she's kind of talking to some of the women and then they cut to Teresa who's being so annoying because she mentioned she's like well well just so you know i got the first date as soon as she said that i immediately turned against teresa <laughs> i was like listen i understand some of the things because you see actually in this episode too and i love we'll, we'll talk about it more at length when we get to the end of the episode but gary sort of addressing kathy and being like you're just kind of being bitchy because you're not getting the attention because I do the same thing for you that I was doing for her. Yeah. Because Gary really plays it straight like Mm -hmm. towards all the women. I feel like he tries to give all of them the same amount of attention if he can. But 
Teresa is still harping on week one. Like, why are we or we I guess it's week two. Right. Or do they uh, go on the date week one? No, she got the first date. So yeah, it was so week it's one. on the first episode. Yeah. Why well, we... second episode. <clears throat> okay, the first so I'm one sorry. Is when so all yes. Interview. Yeah. Why are we still doing this? Like, I don't we're know. so far along at this point. I don't need to keep hearing about your first date. And it was it was annoying to me. Like, it finally got to me where I was so like, you... all right. Like, we don't need to hear about this anymore. Don't stop believing. Don't... Well, none of us stop believing. Clearly, you haven't because you keep fucking talking about it. <laughs> So Jesus you're on, you're Christ, on kind Teresa. of Team Kathy at this point going into this no, episode. No, fuck Kathy. I'm over, <laughs> I'm over Kathy too. If you are a fan of Kathy at home, turn this podcast off. <laughs> no, just kidding. We love her for her villain energy. But no, I, I couldn't stand – I can't stand either of them. But this was like the snapping point for me for Teresa because I was like, this woman – Like she's not learning though. That, not like even, this is the problem yeah. for her. And this is the problem that a lot of the people have with her is like shut up. Yeah. Like she knows that you had the first date. We all know. Yep. Doesn't matter. And then they cut to Kathy and one of the lines that she says, she's like, yeah, okay, Teresa could be the one. She could be the one for Gary. But just stop talking about your date. And like, I agree. You've talked about it. You've talked about it. You've talked about it. It's been a couple weeks now, too. It's yeah. like, move on. Other women have had plenty of other dates with him. Also. Other women have had dates and also been eliminated Yeah, since they've been on dates. Yep. So... Maybe that's a uh, sign for things to come. Maybe. I don't know. So then, then we go into uh, the date and what and what's good, what's going to happen. And so she explains that it's going to be a group date, and that means that one person that there's going to be one person who gets their own date. Mm -hmm. um, and it cuts like all the women being like, "Oh my god, who's it going to be?" And it ends up being Leslie who gets her one on one date with him. Mm -hmm. And then the group date is going to be pickleball, which. <laughs> First what are all, your thoughts? So right in Ellen's wheelhouse, which was why I was also pumped because she is my favorite for the show. Okay. Um, but also I feel like the group dates week by week have been getting better, which is it's nice. Yeah. Because you get to start to see some of the other personalities that we haven't been seeing as much sort of sort of flushed out and fleshed out in that way through the group dates. Uh, they have to get to it right away, though. Like you talked about, they throw us right into it because it's a tournament. We yeah. have a legitimate. There's a lot. Pickleball like, tournament. And there's a lot of action that happens. Um, the most action, I guess, that can happen for women 60 and up. And I thought that it was great. I thought the group date was honestly, it was a different vibe. It was fun to see the competitive nature in a different mm -hmm. way. And you get some comedic moments. But before that, I know you want to talk about what happens with April. April is one of my favorite people on this show. I think she's so funny. And like they show a quick cut of her just being really bad at this game. She's not good. Ellen's incredible. She's killing it over there. Some of the other player people are also very pretty good at it. Um, but April's bad. And then all of a sudden they say like, April's down. Oh my God, April's down. And they show her just dramatically falling onto the ground and her being like, I think my ankle's broken. It, was, it looked like a bad stage fall. It was really bad. It was really And not bad, bad as in like, oh my God, she injured herself. It was like bad as in fake. Like everyone knew it was fake. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was just so funny because she she sits down. And of course, right away, everybody comes around her and is like, oh, are you OK? She starts shooing the women away because Gary's there. And she's like, oh, just leave me alone with him. It's OK. Yeah, She's like, it's OK. Just keep doing just what you're keep, doing. Go play. Go play. I'll be here with Gary. Which then I feel like some of the women are like, all right, now we get it. Yep. Like she hasn't had really much one on one time with Gary at all. So I don't think any, honestly. Like, yeah, maybe maybe none. 
she's not one of my favorites because of their connection. I think her personality is just perfect for reality TV. Yeah, she's I think fun. That's why she, I like yeah, her. she fun. is because she's on the show just to have a good time. Yeah, I think she knows that like she's not one of Gary's favorites or that they have a strong connection, but she's just there to put herself out there. Um, and then they cut to her just blatantly saying like, "I'm fine." Like, I didn't even hurt my ankle, yeah. which it's just it's great reality TV. It is. I really it like is. that. So then we get thrust into the actual competitive sort of section yeah. of it where we get the matchups and uh, Joey from The Bachelor, which, again, not having much Bachelor and Bachelorette knowledge. I don't know much about him, but he comes in. Kathy is like, oh, my God, he's somebody that I've had a crush on since the very beginning. I know she was. I think one of her lines, she was like, you've always got to have a plan B. Yeah. <laughs> so amazing. Um, so then we actually get the um, the pickleball matchups that happen. Mm -hmm. And so Ellen's team. Uh, who is who is she? Ellen with? and Kathy. Ellen and Kathy together. are together. So Ellen and Kathy, they win the first round. And then we see the wonderful breakthrough of uh sandra oh not sandra um oh my god no it's sandra is it sandra sandra who goes into the crowd yes yes okay yes sandra we see the remarkable breakthrough of sandra key moment of the series for me oh, she cute. literally dives into the crowd to make a save and get a point in pickleball yeah. and it's unbelievable so she basically is the reason her team wins mm -hmm. and her team was her and nancy and yep. nancy gets a stress fracture while playing pickleball, which you don't find out till later. Um, and that leaves us to our our final matchup in the pickleball sort of um, competition tournament or whatever. And then Ellen and Kathy wind up winning. Yep. They end so. up winning. And then I was I found it so funny that it's like Ellen kisses Gary after. And then Kathy's like, well, I'm going to kiss him too. And yep. I'm like, what is happening right now? So ridiculous. It's the, just so funny. My favorite part of the whole thing is that the winning team gets to be featured on the cover of Pickleball Magazine. There you go. With Gary. What so, a dream. What, what an a, absolute what dream. dream an absolute true. dream, honestly. So, so, so. so throughout all this, though, they keep mentioning something that I want to know what your opinion is because I was kind of surprised to find out that Sandra is missing her daughter's wedding mm -hmm. to be on this show. Yeah. F talk to me. Thoughts. How do we feel about this? I think that's I think it's crazy, obviously. Yeah. Like, um, that's wild. I mean, I guess you got to do what you got to do for love. But at the same time, it, it got her a rose. It got her in the eyes and the attention of Gary. So, again, if she's playing the game right, but she's also sacrificing a major part of her personal well, life. Yeah, like you're playing the game, but you're missing a huge moment in your life. I agree. So I I thought that that was kind of crazy. But I mean, I, 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 I don't know. It's it was I thought the whole thing was weird, too, because it's such a casual drop. Yeah. By um by Jordan. And they're just like, yeah, you know, she's missing her wedding. Yeah, they, well, first of all, he wedding. prefaces it by saying, well, she has two new knees. And she's missing her daughter's wedding. I know. And it's like, wait a minute, what? Like, did you just close? And then Gary's like, wow, I didn't know that. Okay, and then he brings it up to her and is like, oh, wow, I didn't realize you were missing your daughter's wedding. Let's FaceTime her. Yes, and which leads to an awkward moment of television because <laughs> I don't think, I don't know if it went well. And the producers were like, let's just try to salvage as much of this as possible because it just seemed awkward to me the whole thing yeah and they're trying to figure out how to facetime and then they finally get on and um she's like this is okay, gary yeah. how cheesy was that when it they was, were like it was cringy for you me press this button for facetiming like how do we how do we facetime these people like 
FaceTime isn't that new. So I will say one thing about this show in comparison to what I've seen on past seasons of regular Bachelor and Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. I feel like some episodes they really have to try to piece together like as much as they can. What do you mean? Like, so again, Kathy is the villain of the season. Yeah. To For the most part, there's really no other women that have like bad agendas on this show. And I know that's not the point of it, but there's an element like we've talked about previously and you've made me aware of that you want to sort of hinge on those dramatic moments Mm -hmm. to try to elevate the experience for the viewer. So much of that isn't built in what this show is, at least with the first season that we're seeing of Golden Bachelor, that there are moments that I can see while watching it where I'm like, I don't think they wanted to put this in the show, mm. but I don't think that they had enough to replace it with something else. I Okay, I get what you're saying. So I think like even that little awkward moment, like when they're trying to figure out the FaceTime, like it's like a minute of screen time, but that's like a minute that feels like forever because yeah. like, this is really awkward. But they're like, we got nothing else to show. So exactly. let's just show that they're struggling on figuring out how to FaceTime somebody. Yeah. So, so I think that that is, that's one thing about, this season and I do love the like it, it pulls at the heartstrings, mm-hmm. but that, that can only kind of hold you for so long. Well, yeah, like at a certain point you want that drama to keep you watching. Um, I haven't looked at the viewing rates actually recently. Like I'd be interested to see if the rates have gone down recently yeah. because that drama hasn't picked back up. Um, and like how people are feeling about it. I I will say uh, something that you brought up of how like Sandra maybe used her daughter's wedding to get the rose. Gary is driving me crazy on that. He just gives these roses out on these groups like candy to people that like he's like, this will make you feel better. Here's a rose. It's like, do you even like this woman? Well, I, that's, I don't know if I don't know if that scenario was more like to make you feel better, but he was more like, wow, she did something. That no one in the world would imagine that she would do for a reality television show. Like, yeah, I got to give you a rose for that. But to me, that's not a situation in which. But there have been certain moments where you definitely see throughout the weeks that mm-hmm. he'll just feel. What was um? What was the one woman? Was it week two or week it three? It was Nancy when they she had Nancy. her the wedding dress on and she yes. was crying and instead of like talking with Consoling her, her, he's like he's like hey you know he's what like, here's a rose he's like it's gonna be all right I just I want to get to know you better I'm here for you Nancy. Here's a rose. Here. And I'm like, can we fucking not? Like, seriously. Not? Like, do you actually care about this woman? Do you like this woman? Which I, I do think he has a very kind heart. And I you do. see it. I do, too. I think he's coming at it from a very, uh, like, sensitive point of view. But I also think, like, at the end of the day, like, you're trying to find love out here. Like, if you're not interested in some of these women, don't drag them along just to make them feel better. I agree. Like, tell them. Be like, look, I see you. I see you as a nice person. I care about you, but not in that way. That's why I like the moment between him and Nancy in this episode because we haven't seen much yeah. in terms of them really at all this mm-hmm. whole season. Uh, so when she kind of pulls him aside and she's like, hey, you know, I don't necessarily think that I'm on this level of some of these other women that you are seeking more of a courtship with. Yeah. And he's like, what does he say? He said, I wouldn't. Um, 
I'm not going to oppose that. Or he says something like something that. Something along those lines. Uh, so like not denying that she in if that's in her estimation, what she thinks is happening, it's probably true. Yeah. And then she's like, I totally understand. And I hope you find love and it's, it's all good. So yeah. Nancy just leaves. She leaves. She doesn't even wait for the rose ceremony. Yeah. She's just like, this is how I'm feeling. I, I think she said she was like, I'm, I know I'm not one of the girls that is really hitting it off with you. Yeah. Like, I appreciate your time, but, and I like you as a person, but there's not that strong connection, which I appreciate. Like, hey, don't waste I do your too. time. We're having, we're having women like drop like flies though. Like people are just leaving like I'm multiple women. I'm surprised by, by how many people got kicked off in the last two episodes. Yeah, but Six not only people. that, I feel like throughout, for this to be only, now the episode we're talking about right now is only episode four. four. So we're three weeks into it and we've lost so many women like so quickly, which is, is a good thing and it's hard because there are some women where you start to get a little bit more of them and when we get to episode five i thought that i wish he would have narrated it from six to four but he narrows it from six to three and i think i think though and to what you were saying i think there's just not enough drama in this show to keep it going and so i think they're doing themselves a service of cutting it shorter rather than dragging it out yeah. because they want their audience to be like you know what golden bachelor it was good. It yeah. was entertaining. I had a good time. I feel like if they add too many episodes where there's not enough drama happening, people will be like, eh, yeah, boring. It'll get dragged Don't out. watch it. That, I, I totally get that. Um, But I want to jump back a little bit on... Um, uh, the conversations so with Teresa and Kathy. Yes. Yeah, so before sure. Nancy leaves, uh, Teresa and Kathy end up having another conversation. Yeah, Teresa pulls her... So, they, so Kathy and Ellen win. Pick yes. the ball. Then Gary starts to kind of go off on these little one-on-ones with all the women. And <clears throat> when they're sort of waiting in the circle, talking on the couch, discussing um, at the, they, they literally have like a whole couch set up on the pickleball court, but they're all waiting for their turn. And Teresa goes, Kathy, I'd really like to talk to you for a minute. Can yeah. I pull you aside? Very nice. Very just very like sweet. Very not, mouse-like yeah. as we've talked about. And she pulls Kathy aside and you can just see her just scathing like immediately. Like, what is this fucking bitch want? Yeah, Kathy, honestly, she doesn't even wait. She just goes off and she's like, Teresa, I do not want to hear anything from you anymore. Like, I am sick of it. I'm done. Which a part of me is like, okay, if a person is telling me they don't want to hear from me anymore, sold. I will not talk to you anymore. Yeah. Done. I don't know why Teresa keeps like, going at Kat. I think like why does she keep starting this conversation with her just leave her alone I, th I agree I think that she has like a really bad self-esteem issue because I think so much of it is like she keeps reiterating like I'm not trying to be malicious yeah I just think it's nice to be friends with everybody and it's like, but that's not, that's not what life. you're there for. It's and that's not, not life. Like, exactly. You can't be friends with everybody. If they yeah. don't want to be friends with you, you're not going to be friends with them. Yes. So she sort of pushes Kathy over the edge. <laughs> and we finally get the moment, uh, I guess, as as far evil as we can get on The Golden Bachelor. Kathy got mean. She, she did. Like, she got mean. You're not being kind. Like you. She just kept going at her. Which the analogy then, was fucked, by the what way. What was the analogy? Where she goes, she goes, she goes, let me, she goes, let me tell oh, you something. Oh. She goes, let me tell you something. She goes, yesterday, because she doesn't preface it by saying what if. She just no. goes, yesterday I had a one on one date with Gary and he told me that he didn't like you and he wasn't going to give you a rose at the ceremony. And I'm like, what? And then she goes, 
how would that make you feel if I said that to you? <laughs> and she's like, it would be, and then Teresa goes, it would be fine. And I'm like, no, it fucking wouldn't. <laughs> well, that's what pissed me off a little bit too. was like, okay, Kathy's being the villain. Got it. Whatever. We don't like her. I wanted Teresa to be like, you're like, leave me alone. I wanted her to clap back a little bit and be like, I'm not being mean. I'm trying to like have a friendship with you. And instead, Teresa just kind of was like being walked over. Yeah. And I wanted her to like stand up for herself a little bit and be like, Kathy, you're crazy. Yeah, I agree. I didn't. think I also think they're both fucking nuts. But I think it's hard being on reality TV. Well, that, that, that's I think, a, exactly. I shouldn't yeah. say that. I apologize. That's a, that's, a, that's a very roundabout way of just judging people based on reality television. However, I do think Kathy's nuts, but, but. yes, I, I just, I think that they're, you got to think these women are, they're older women that have mm-hmm. had their lifestyle be a certain way for a very long time, their own space. And they're all crammed in this mansion together. Yeah. And they're they're sleeping on bunk beds after weeks of doing this. And <clears throat> I think obviously Kathy snapped and Teresa just doesn't want any animosity towards mm-hmm. her, which I think is going to be interesting going forward. Um, not to give yeah. too much away, but we'll 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 get we'll there. Keep going. I do think it's hard though, because I also think as you get older. You you really just stop hanging out with people that you don't enjoy spending time with. And you so do now, the mature thing. Yeah. You just are like, you know what? I really don't enjoy this person. So peace out. I won't. I, I'll cut the ties. The fact that these women are all living together for weeks and some of them definitely don't get along perfectly. So I feel like that just adds to the tension. But that's also the whole concept of The Bachelor. Yes. Nation world is like putting these people together in a home that don't actually enjoy each other's company and then having to live with each other and kind of have that competition. So overall, this is typical for Bachelor is having this confrontation. It was very relaxed compared to other like seasons, confrontations yes. yeah for sure like this was very tame um you do have a note in between here that i do want to talk about uh so we we i think we've been on the uh opposite sides of the coin in terms of faith who mm-hmm. got the first impression rose from the first week yeah you were you were hit pulling hard for faith i, feel I, like I have beginning. been pulling hard for faith i still have her in my prediction for the bottom three i've been saying that since okay. week one mm-hmm. so i do think that well, i want to know why you think she's so you, the word you have written here is dull. dull. So um, <laughs> I want to I want to know what what you're not enjoying about the dynamic between Faith and Gary. I just feel like she's more interested in him than he's interested in her. Like I okay. think he liked her in the beginning because he was like, "Ooh, a motorcycle. Wow." And like she can play guitar. Cool. But I just feel like there's no actual personal connection between the two of them. I also think that's because like and she kept saying this throughout the past few episodes and this most recent one that she was like I feel like I got the first rose and now I'm not getting any attention. Yeah. Which I feel like if he was actually interested in her, he would have circled back. Well, so here here's the interesting thing with their whole dynamic. I think the only I think the only two people that he's hit it off with more in his moments in the solo moments have been Ellen and Leslie. Yeah. Because they do have a really good first date, him and Faith. Mm-hmm. And the, even the first episode, like when we get to the rose ceremony, she gets first impression rose. But they keep the narrative up about, yes, her being like, I just want more time with them. I don't understand what's happening. The one thing that I disagree with a little bit is, and maybe this is a little bit of an s- assumption based on what he's doing week by week. Mm-hmm. But she's always getting picked despite that. So I do think that there is a level of attraction um that gary has for her 
that might be understated on the telecast because he's always picking her no matter what. Like he's just always going back to her despite Maybe. having these one-on-one moments with other women. So like even with with Kathy the last few weeks, like she's been more in the spotlight mm-hmm. and Faith hasn't been and Faith is still around despite this. So I think that if he wasn't interested in her, at least to – I mean we're at this point by the time this episode starts, what are we down to? We're down to the final nine, right? When the, we, the episode four starts? Uh, I th- Yes. Yes. We're in the final nine and she's still there. So – Yeah. I guess she's just like more boring than like Ellen or Leslie. Like for me – I just don't know if she's made for reality TV. I don't think so because you know what it also bothers me is I feel like – and again, maybe it's just they're not showing this aspect. I feel like she's not actually enjoying her time there. Like some of the other women are. She's I would agree really with that. just being like, oh my God, I'm not seeing him. I don't get to hang out with him. And it's like, girl, go live your life whether or not he's there. Yeah, I think I think she might be, though, that to kind of counterpoint, she's one of those people that I think is there just for the aspect of she wants to find somebody. I Where guess. I, and not to say that these other women also don't want that because it's clear that a lot of them do want that. Mm-hmm. But someone like Susan's character, um, and based on what I've actually like read and heard about through like, some of like forums and blogs or whatever that talk about reality TV. Like she was a delight in the house. Like mm. she cooked for everybody. She was a beautician. So she did everybody's hair. She was friends with everybody. She was very friendly throughout the whole process yeah. and through her whole process that she's been on the show. So I think that it just doesn't go the same way with everybody. She might be a little bit um, more quiet and we get some really big details on her in the next episode. So mm-hmm. we'll save that for that conversation. But I just wanted to get your sort of your take on that because yeah, I know we've kind of saw that note. I, Cause I saw the note. Faith is dull. <laughs> well, also, also because we've been on the opposite side of it. So I think, it's, yeah, it's she just, does, she's not my favorite. She, I don't dislike her. She's just not somebody I'm pulling for. Totally get it through um, before we move on to the big Kathy Teresa sort of conclusion. Yes. Based on the start of this episode, who is your favorite character before, on the show? On the beginning of this episode. Yes. Okay. Favorite ep- favorite person as in like personality or who I want to end up with Gary. Um, let's go with who you want to end up with Gary. At this point, Ellen. I would agree. Yes. And Ellen's probably my all around favorite at the same okay. time. But yes. My, my favorite, I keep saying, is, it, April. is April. She's yes. just like very entertaining. Totally. I think she's so funny. Um, so we finally get that big moment with Kathy where she literally <laughs> yells at Teresa to just zip it. Just zip it. And then walks off. Yeah. And I had a feeling that Teresa was going to say something. That she was going to tell Gary was yeah, gone down. Because, because okay. I think that she finally had this switch in her head where she was like, I actually think that's kind of fucked up. And I've mm-hmm. actually been trying to mend the bridge a little bit. So I think he needs to know that I'm like not enjoying her presence at all. And she like intimidates me. And it's like. So but do you think that like do you like that she went to Gary and told kind of like told on Kathy or do you not like how do you feel about that I mean I definitely think there are other ways to handle it mm-hmm. uh but I do I think that she once you see the conversation that Kathy and Gary have and the pushback that Kathy provides even toward Gary I'm like yeah. well this is just who this fucking woman yeah, is Yeah she's out she's like done. she 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 was just like I'm not going to put up with shit mm-hmm. which is fine but there's like levels to it, I feel like. Like putting up with shit, I get it. Like if someone's being really rude to you and a really awful person, but I think Teresa's just a loudmouth. I don't yeah. think she ever did anything to provoke like to provoke Kathy necessarily. I don't think she was being mean or 
ill-sighted. I think that, like I said, I think she's very naive. Mm -hmm. And I think that she has massive self-esteem problems. So I think that goes into her constantly wanting this sort of fantasy with Gary to constantly continue from week one because she just wants to keep going with it. And uh, she does end up telling Gary uh, basically the whole interaction that happens. And she goes, just zip it, just, just zip, zip it. it. <laughs> and so uh, Gary brings Kathy in and uh, he goes, I really want to talk to you about the pickleball game. You did a wonderful job. He goes, but we got to start with something that I heard that I'm not too happy yep. about. And he basically says it word for word, what Teresa said to him about her um, being upset about the fact that he came to her room and immediately the music kicks in and her whole facial expression changes. Yeah. And she's like, well, I just don't understand why I need to know that you're comforting another woman in the house. <laughs> and he's like, but I did the same thing for you like 20 mm -hmm. minutes before that. And that was the part where I was like, I hadn't even thought about that throughout the time. But mm -hmm. I was like, that's a good fucking point. Yeah. Like he is steady throughout. He does the same with every woman. He wants to treat them fairly. He doesn't want them to be uncomfortable. He doesn't want any drama. And that's very obvious. Like every time really there's even doesn't. a little bit of drama throughout yeah. the season, they're fucking gone. Yeah. So. Which I will say in like the world of like behind the scenes, yeah. that's a tactic for some of these women. And like in past seasons of Bachelor, like it's a tactic to get somebody kicked off by running to the Bachelor or Bachelorette and being like this person's problematic in the house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so, I mean, it could be like, ooh, Teresa finally played her cards right and was like, I'm getting rid of Kathy. But I don't know if she's that um, manipulative or like plans that well in advance. <clears throat> no, I think I think she would just felt uncomfortable and she wanted to sort of find maybe comfort in Gary. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird thing to do. You're on a competition. It's, it's interesting. It's just an interesting, cause you know, what's going to happen. You know that that person is going to be confronted and it's either they're going to straight up lie or they're going to tell the truth. And then both of those could get them kicked off. Yeah, exactly. And we'll talk about it in a minute. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about it in a minute because after the group day and that whole, the w little one-on-one -on -one sessions, um, we get the uh, solo date with Leslie. We get the and Leslie Gary. date. So they go off roading on ATVs. Um, Which, what do you think about that date? It was fine. I thought that um, it was nice again to see something. It's cool to see uh, like that they're still so active at like mm -hmm. a certain age, and Gary especially like he's super into being an adrenaline junkie to an extent, which I really like. Um, the, the they make so many dirty comments toward one another. I Okay, and it like kind of makes me uncomfortable, but I guess I, it's I wrote, what we signed I wrote a up couple for. Down. She starts off by just saying like, "I'm ready to get dirty," right off the bat, and I was like, "Okay." And he's like, "Tonight might get a little messy," and I was like, "What is going on Seriously. right now between the two of these people?" And then it's like, "Okay, they do all the off roading." He's very concerned about her, wants to make sure that she feels safe. And then after they're done doing that, all of a sudden they get in a hot tub. In the middle of yep, anything for the bachelor, <laughs> anything for the bachelor. I mean, of course, there's going to be a hot yep. tub, and they just get into it. And I started laughing right away because I was like, "How typical of the bachelor?" Which, like, you don't know this, but to just in the middle of nowhere throw a hot tub with some champagne. Oh yeah, yeah. In the middle like, of like what looks like the Sahara. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. But um, 
It was a good date for Leslie. Mm -hmm. I think her stock went up because of it. I do too. Uh, she definitely has chemistry with Gary. You can tell that. And I think I said a couple weeks ago when they had their solo date, I think he's the most sexually attracted to Leslie. Yeah. And I think it's obvious I because mean, we're seeing we're, it week by week. It might get a little messy tonight. It might get a little messy tonight. Um, <laughs> and she ends up getting a rose on She the gets date, a rose. Which, I mean, not a huge surprise. Yeah. So we get our two roses uh, already at this point. Yes. Uh, Sandra and Leslie. Leslie. Sandra was a bit of a surprise. I was surprised. Uh, but so then we go into um, a really funny, like fun scene in the house. One of the better ones, I think, this season. <laughs> it was. Where the women play Never Have I Ever with pints of ice cream. And my favorite turning point of that is when we go to the aside of Sandra, who already has, a, she secured a rose, so she's not even she worried about the rose about ceremony. Anything, no. And she eats like, she's already through like half the pint and they go to her side and she's like, I just think this might be a problem because I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you might kill this woman on live television. Like, what is happening? So, um, yeah, there, there's, uh, there's a lot of funny moments in that. I know um, the part... <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, there's just like some funny parts because it's like they start off by saying like, never have I ever kissed another woman's husband. And the only person that does is April. And all the other women are shocked. And she's like, well, I've done it. And like starts eating the ice cream. And there were just some really funny ones. Like Kathy says, uh, where did I leave that? Kathy says she's like, never have I ever had like sex in the back of a car. And like she's looking around like, oh, who's done it? And all the women have except her. Yeah. And she's like, well, a lot of these women are like experienced and I'm just not. And yeah, she's I was like, like, I guess I need to step my game. Yeah, up. And, and I was I'm like, like oh, Jesus. God. And then they cut the Sandra too. And she's like, when my husband was around, we would have sex everywhere. And I was like, good for you, Sandra. Let's go. Yeah, we have that cut. And then all of a sudden it cuts to like Sandra in bed, not yes. feeling well for the rest of the night. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> Which is terrible. This poor woman eats like a little bit of ice cream and she's out. Well, she has her rose. She she's, has so she's her rose. secured her rose. She's all good. So we get through that segment. And then um, so, yeah, we, we find out uh, at the, when we cut back to the single date, we get um, the moment also where we see Leslie talking about uh, how she's been divorced twice and dealing yeah. with being a single mother. So we start to see that sort of comforting uh, aspect of Gary that we see so often on the show sort of come out again. That's right after that she gets the rose. And then uh, right after that, we just really quickly running through some things we already talked about. Nancy yep. officially leaves the show. And then we uh, get to the point where we finally get to the rose ceremony. And so since Nancy had left, we're only losing two more. And we get through it. And the Which, so I do have a note. Like, who did you at this point think was going home? So I thought Kathy was going home. I did too. In terms of everybody else, I knew that he liked Susan, but I didn't feel like there was enough of a connection with Susan yet to mm -hmm. sort of see if he wanted to keep her. Okay. Um, they have a solo moment in the next episode, obviously, so she does stay. But she was – I would probably say Kathy and her. But at the same time, uh, like April hadn't done much. Mm -hmm. um, and we eventually get – who? and you, you thought it was going to be – I thought it was going to be Kathy and Faith. Yeah, which I'm still team – I'm still team I think that he has a lot of – he, he's got faith a lot of faith. No. Oh, God. Oh, uh. <laughs> that's awful. So anyway, um, <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so, Kathy and April are eliminated. Boo. I I was actually very upset that April April left. I wasn't surprised. I just was hoping that she would stay on a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. At least for the next episode. Well, she's your saving grace. You want her to to keep on going forward. I, and... I think she could be the next Golden Bachelorette. Yes, I have a different choice. Yeah, I but know. But we'll talk about it. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. But so that is episode four. Now let's get into episode five, which is a little bit less uh, eventful, I would say. It's a little bit more um, suspense. Yes. Um, and we started off uh, with a swift kick right to Liz's face because Faith gets the first date. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you that there's something with him and Faith. I don't know what it is because obviously they haven't had much of a connection since episode two. But she's the one that gets the date. And not only does she get the date. She gets like the, the best biggest date. and best date of the whole season. Yeah. So I think that a big part of it is just not being shown on on TV because I don't know how much she's doing when she's not around Gary. Like, to be honest with you, she's just dull. Well, Liz is out on faith. I am. If she wins this, I won't watch another Bachelor ever again. I don't believe you. I won't. It's not my favorite one. Guys, if you like <laughs> this video enough times, Liz will watch for clicks. <laughs> So don't worry. Liz, Liz will be back for Golden No. Bachelor. See you all for Vanderpump Rules, though. <laughs> so Faith gets the solo date. Um, They're going on a helicopter. Yes. Which, on- okay, do you think this is the biggest and best date? I think... I thought at the time it wasn't, but then when you see where we're, where they're going with it, it's cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is cool. Um, then we So then we get the moment where we get the reveal that next week is going to be hometowns. Mm. And a big part with that... It's in past seasons, I believe, hometowns are usually between the final four women. I think usually, yes, yes, because they talk about that and they do an aside to Ellen and she's like, oh, my God, all the years I've been watching this show. Can't believe I'm almost at hometowns already. This is so exciting. I really need to get there. It's the first time we really see some angst Mm -hmm. from Ellen, which uh, was a troubling sign for me in the beginning of the episode because I was like, you know, this is just not who she is. And I feel I felt bad for her. That uh, she sort of had that anxiety sort of push when it, we were narrowing things down. Um, and then Jordan gives the reveal that he's like, hey, by the way, like we're going to narrow it down to three. Yeah. Not four. So we start the episode with six women. We're cutting them in half. Uh, Pressure. It's a lot because I thought there was an element to every single one of them. You obviously probably disagree with Faith, but there was an element with each of them that I could have foreseen after this episode, any of them moving on. Yeah. I, I thought that um, Ellen was a shoe in I mm-hmm. had thought going into the episode. And I thought that because of the chemistry he's been building with Leslie, I thought that she had a good shot. When I started to see the coming attractions of her hysterical, though, I had a weird feeling that she might have been like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I don't. That's what wanna... I thought, too. Yeah. Um. But she shows a lot of like jealousy in this episode, actually, and like uh, just shows like that that she's insecure, which I think at this point in the show, it makes a lot more sense because some of them are just super invested in him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that some of it is really great and authentic, but some of it comes off very whiny to me in this episode. (laughs) And that was where I started to be like, all right, I don't. You're not a fan. I don't want this at this point. Like. Okay. When we're going into the hometowns, I'm like, I just want to, you know, I want to 
see him have good interactions with these women. Like, again, the, the drama should have happened a little bit more over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, to really push the show's envelope a little bit. Now, at this point, and like you said, this episode has a lot of pressure in it. There's mm-hmm. a lot of tense moments between the women. But the emotion part of it, and I do understand that it's natural. But, yes, the jealousy part of it was something where I was like, all right, like, she's gotten two solo dates. Yeah. I think she's the only woman that's gotten two solo dates, I guess, up until Faith yeah. at the beginning of this episode. So that's also somewhat of a telling sign for the end of the episode uh, who winds up getting picked or not. But so um, you have written here that you thought your guesses who were going home were Susan, Sandra and Faith. Yes. OK. Where do I have that? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. So. uh I was ready for Faith to be out. Yeah, I would say at the beginning of the episode, I had thought that Teresa, Susan, and Sandra were going to be the three that were going to go home. Okay, so definitely Susan and Sandra we were both on. Yeah, like I said, I think Sandra's efforts in Pickleball in episode four were kind of what propelled her to this other level, at least to hang on a little longer. Yeah. And then I do think you start to see, especially in this episode... That Susan, I feel like Susan and Gary would be like really great friends. Like he talks about, he's like, she reminds me so much of those moments with my wife where I would just be able to sit and joke and laugh. And Susan naturally, I think is a very funny woman. Susan is my pick for the Golden Bachelorette. There you go. Because I think that there is such a fun loving aspect to her. And I don't know why I just immediately thought like I could just picture her like because she loves to cook. I just already pictured like a group date where she's like, cook for me, man. (laughs) And then like all the men are like trying to cook their best dish for her. I don't know. It was just something that I thought of already on the bachelor brain, but there you go. See, we're already thinking it. So then we get the date you want to talk about. So I want to know. Yeah, I'm curious on your thoughts of the whole overall solo date between Gary and faith. And if it swayed you one way or another, or, I thought it was a very boring date. Like I thought that for the biggest, best helicopter going on a boat in like, I wanted there to be a little bit more chemistry and I just wasn't feeling it between the two of them. So you, you don't think they have any chemistry? I don't feel any. Okay. Do you? I don't know if I feel as much as I had felt earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think she's someone that he he wants around. And like I said, I don't know why that is based on what we have seen. It's hard to gauge that based on the interactions we've seen between the two of them. Like, you know what it is? I see it on her side of her always trying to like make really deep eye contact with him. But on his end, I just feel like he's never really trying to like, I feel like he doesn't really have that strong of a connection with her. I I don't think he has that deep connection that he's had with some of the other women on the show where it gets to like the core of who they are and what he really likes about them. Um, And you have a moment in the solo day too, where he kind of talks about the things that makes her great. And so much of it is like what we knew from the first week. Yeah. Like there's nothing new between like, that's, that's my thing is like they, I feel like they really haven't had any, other time besides that first date and then now all of a sudden he wants to meet her family like he doesn't even know her well and then we get that we get the reveal in that as well that she doesn't really have much of a family yeah her she her parents uh she didn't have her parents when she was younger and we do get in the coming attraction at the end of this episode um so yes he does give her a rose i guess he does which i mean everybody that's gotten a uh, solo date a solo date gets a rose so 
I feel like when, like they all knew that it was going to be like, okay, yes. Faith is getting one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but you see in the coming attraction, uh, I think it looks a lot like like Faith. I think it's her sister. I did too. Yeah, is yeah. talking to him, and she's like, "I just really think you like my sister needs someone." And I was like, "Oh boy!" Yikes. So, so which I mean, I yikes. can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait for hometowns because, like, honestly, it's true. It's like when you meet the family, sometimes you're like. Oh wow! Like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to deal with this. I don't know. There were some cute moments. Though. I like. I like how they showed a lot of the grandkids for some of them. Yeah. They're like you're gonna marry my grandma, and he's like yeah. throwing the football to the little kids. It was cute. But it's also good because like sometimes these women are putting on, or these people when they go on these shows are putting on a facade a bit, especially because they have cameras in their face. So then they have you're seeing them around people that have known them their whole lives, and they can't fake it anymore. They have to be who they really are. Yeah. Um, and that's happened in a few seasons where they're like, wow they're you're a total different vibe yeah, than like yeah. what you've been putting out there that's I, I'm, I'm interested to see it i think i think it'll be a cool dynamic it's interesting too that it's a lot of it is going to be meeting other members of the family i feel like so much of it in past seasons of bachelor and bachelor it's usually like the parents and some siblings yeah but this we have that different dynamic of potential grandchildren and, yeah. and older siblings and things it'll like that. be sweeter because i feel like <clears throat> in like other bachelor seasons it's like meeting the parents and like there's like a pressure to that. Yeah. Or like sometimes it's like if it's a, one of the people from like the Midwest, they're like, I refuse to let her have a boyfriend the whole time. And like, don't you dare touch my daughter. And then it's like, OK, well, I'm not. <laughs> and so there's that weird element. And now I feel like it's just going to be like, OK, does he actually like their his, the people's family? Yeah. So after the date, we know that she's in the bottom three. I would say that at the end of the episode, I don't she's not my pick mm -hmm. to win. Uh, and we start to sort of see a lot of. Like we said, the, the jealousy between Leslie um, and they have the group date. Yeah. At this point. So yeah. we go to the group date. And uh, he takes them to uh, Santa Monica Pier mm -hmm. and they play a bunch of boardwalk games. And I thought it was really fun. All of them sort of have their basically all of them have their one on one moments with them. And you sort of see yeah, it throughout. It's, it's good. Um, I think it's a good event like area for them all to just kind of like relax and like try to have a good time because they're all stressing at this point. Yes. But the one thing it, that I thought was super interesting was we get three different women in this episode all telling him that they're falling in love with him. I know. And I was like, all right, like I'm sure this is the thing in Bachelor. But I was just like, I mean, come on, guys. Like They're fighting for their life, though. Yes, they are trying literally. to get that rose. And if they have to, they got to take their time. Um, did you feel like any of them were not being real about it? Or did you feel like one of them like was? I thought that Teresa was not being real about it. No, absolutely. I thought that she was like, this is my moment to tell him that. I just think I'm falling in love with them. And I'm like, yeah, you didn't seem like you look like you really are falling in love with them. Although my favorite, I think, is Gary's response. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh. He like kind of cold shoulders her. He just <clears throat> it's like, he goes, well, I think that was a very nice thing that you just said there. Yeah. And his response always is just, oh, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he never is like. <laughs> Oh, like he's he's just always like, wow. He's just oh. like, he's like, oh, oh, that's a very okay. 
That's a very kind thing it, you just said right we there. We definitely could work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and the poor women are like pouring their hearts out to him. And he's just like, oh, wow. The thing that pisses me <laughs> off about this is that he doesn't say it back to any of them except mm-hmm. I won't give away who yet. He says it to someone weeks ahead of time. Wait, what are you talking about? Or the about? week before this. All right, should I give it away now? Wait, what are you talking right. about? So now the, you have to give it away. There are three there are three women that say that they are in love with him yeah. throughout this episode. Teresa? Teresa, Leslie, and Ellen. Yeah. Right? Last week's episode, it might have been it might have been week three. I forget. It's either episode three or episode four. There's a moment where one of those three women also say that they think they're falling for him. And he says, I think I'm falling for you too. Ellen. Yes. Yeah. And Ellen is not fucking picked. So this is where this is where this to me was the most disappointing part of the whole entire mm-hmm. season because I thought that there was very legitimate chemistry between the two I of did them. Too. There were a lot of similarities. First of all, they do a whole entire group date based on the fact that he loves playing pickleball and what she does for a career at this it's point in her life is pickleball captain. Yeah. So how like that's a huge thing that they have in common. They have an awesome solo date when they go up in the air balloon. He has this every episode since then. He has at least a little bit of solo time with her, with them reassuring each other, yep. enjoying each other's he company. Give her gifts, like all the all always this stuff. checking in with her. So it is upsetting to say the least that when we get to the final rose ceremony, mm-hmm. that it gets down to Teresa and Ellen, and Teresa gets picked because I, I think that. And listen, we're Jersey people. Shout out Jersey. She's a Shrewsbury girl, but I don't think that she was the right choice for him. And I don't know how much of that. I, I don't, I, I don't understand how he did that. It doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. It doesn't add up with what we've been seeing, which again, sort of it's the opposite of faith, right? Like with faith, we're not seeing a lot on television on where that connection is, mm-hmm. but he's constantly picking her like with Ellen. We're seeing it in droves every single week. Yeah. And we get to a situation in which, he can go to her hometown and he's like, I just think this needs to be the end of the road. It's like, what? Well, like, that's what's going to happen. He's going to meet one of their family and then just be like, yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to be with you. Yeah. Which is crazy. It is. It is crazy. But, but I will say, OK, so he didn't say I love you back or like I'm falling in love with you with any of the women. But did you catch when Leslie said it that he whispered in her ear? You're my girl. Yes. I which did. I was like, Gary, Gary. He's, sir, <laughs> you are. Sir, there are six women fending there, for your heart, and you 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 cannot be telling this woman that you are my girl, and then not pick her in the end. Like that's the problem is if you're gonna play it safe with all of the women, you have to do it with all of them, well, not just one. The other funny thing is that in the episode before that, uh, in episode four. He's like, I love seeing all my ladies out here, and it's like, so you you have all these ladies, have and now you ladies? just have one girl. That's your girl. I don't know. Which, okay, so yeah, so Gary, the end, you little fucking snake. In the end, if you're if you've watched this much, you know who who got kicked off. You know that the final three are Leslie, Teresa, and Faith. Now, before we continue, okay, I would like to say we have to go back to the tape, but I'm like, what tape? One of the earlier podcasts. Oh, oh. Uh, I am almost certain. That, that you think you named these three? I think after week two, these were the three Get I out. Now, I think I changed it throughout the time because Ellen was such a – after the – I think after week two, I think I said it was going to be Leslie, 
her and Faith because Faith got the first impression rose. Mm-hmm. He had that he had the don't stop believing date with Teresa. <laughs> The worst and date. with Leslie, that was when she revealed the fake, uh, <laughs> the fake, the, the fake, the um, fake hearing aid, hearing aids. <laughs> so, um, I think that was the week where I was like, this is what I'm picking. Now I have changed okay. throughout the week, so I guess I can take full credit for that. I think I picked Teresa in the beginning, but she, I do not like right now. My... She's my least favorite of the three right now, uh... but you don't like faith. So I don't like either of them, honestly. <laughs> so my front runner is Leslie. I would say that Leslie is also my front runner to win the competition. Okay. But I am have to be honest, I'm not pleased with the final three. And Ellen had our hearts. Ellen had our hearts. And the fact that she was eliminated really is upsetting. But so do you think because now I think April left too early to actually be a runner for the Golden Bachelorette. Do I think Ellen will be Golden Bachelorette? Could Ellen be it? I don't think she – I think she would because she's a fan of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't – I think she's up there. I mean she's probably like top three consideration I would mm-hmm. have to think. I think the three that we've discussed are probably the three. I, there's not really anyone so, else. So it's Susan, Susan, Ellen. April, and Ellen are probably the three that I could see. So I will say I think if Leslie doesn't win, she would be it. Okay. I don't think she would want to do it. Why? Because I think that it's already a struggle for her to try to compete for one man. I think with all these men going after, I don't think she would do well with it. But that's the opposite. It's not like you're competing with anybody. I know, but I don't think that she, I think it's a lot. You have to, we talked about this, like reality TV is a lot for anybody. I think think you can start, I think you can start to see the dynamic with some of them that can sort of handle it and some Mm -hmm. of them that can't. And at least the, my argument for why I think Susan would make the most sense is nothing faced her throughout the whole entire show. Like literally nothing. True. So I think that she would feel comfortable in that environment, and I think she would have a lot of fun with it. April is somebody that I think there's a lot of appeal in terms of- You don't of know what that woman would- Her personality. Bring up. And Ellen is a Bachelor fan. So yeah. Ellen is somebody, again, that would make sense because she likes the franchise. It's someone they can keep in the mm-hmm. franchise and sort of- well, That's what they usually- Exactly. Yeah, that's what they like to do. Yeah. So I those are those are my- Those are probably our top three for in the running for Golden Bachelorette, mm-hmm. and we're down to our final three, and I think we both- think Leslie is going to take the cake. I do. I think Leslie's taking it. and But we'll see at hometowns. We'll see at hometowns. You don't know what comes up with those. We don't. It's going to be a very exciting I'm ready. week. Hopefully. That will be a good episode. I think it'll be a good episode as well. All right. I think that's going to do it for us here. While we discussed episodes four and five of The Golden Bachelor. A lot that we covered because mm-hmm. we were behind a couple weeks. Hope you guys are enjoying our coverage of this. We tried something new with the reality TV sector. Liz is pumped about it. I love it. So we're going to try to continue to give you guys more reality TV content. Uh, Please like and subscribe, comment and share this video and the audio podcast as well on Spotify and Apple Podcasts with all your friends and family. Uh, We also have you guys can follow us on at Cinema Wave, Instagram, TikTok, a bunch of other places, Facebook, as well as at underscore Culture Wave Media on Instagram. Just signing off. I am Darian Scalamoni. I am Liz Seiko. And we'll see you guys next time.